go, welcome back, cats and kittens. <laughs> oh, is, is that exactly how it goes? Did you I see so, um, uh, Tiger King? Yes. Okay. Is that yeah. how she starts it? Is that it? like welcome the... Back, cats and kittens. Or kitties. Some... Kitties and cats. Kitty. Kitties. Welcome back, my kitties and cats. I feel like cats and kittens. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well... We can welcome back, cats and kittens. We have a special little jingling for you. <laughs> Sorry. Why? You just want to, yeah, turn that down. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what you were doing? Yeah. And you were like, we need to cut that. <laughs> That's not even usable. I'll do it again. Welcome back, cats and kittens. Today, on this very, very special episode, Quarantine Edition. Six feet apart. We have I and my captain, my captain. Malia. Rune. Smith. Smith. Wow. I think every listener got goosebumps. I would. (laughs) (laughs) It's our captain. She's sitting in a sheet six feet away, and she's masked and gloved. She looks quite, ooh, intimidating. I a little bit. Yeah. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Definitely got goosebumps over here yeah. from that. <laughs> you can't tell, but I am smiling. <laughs> Obviously. I can see it in your eyes. Okay, good. Yeah, you can see it in your eyes. But we wanted to do this very special episode because not only is Moon our captain, how many years have you been playing now? Um, let me think. Counts really quick. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is easy for us to do. We're We're like, okay, um, there's fresh, was it freshman year? Yes, sophomore, and then are we in our junior year? It's quite easy for us. (laughs) But for you over here, she got two hands. Yeah, (laughs) woo! Yeah, Um, eight years. This is like my eighth year. Wow, that's insane. That reminds me of when we were watching the. uh, did you watch that, the Send It Back with Ella Hansen, <laughs> Hansen, Ella Hansen, and um, who was that? Oh, Dozer from Stanford. I didn't watch it. I saw little previews of it. Mm-hmm. It's just this Send It Back, and basically Dozer's like, yeah, I think at this game in particular, I've been playing for like two and a half years. And then Ella is just kind of sitting there, and then she's like, yeah, I've been playing for like nine years at this point. And I'm like, oh, And she was like a sophomore. She was a sophomore. Oh my Did you have any idea she played that long? No. I not no surprising. Idea. Yeah. No, yeah. That, no, not surprising at all. But yeah, just saying something about that game that they were uh, commenting on. Mm-hmm. And like, Ella was very like, yeah, and then, oh yeah, we turned it there. Yeah, I wasn't really, I didn't know what we were thinking. Like, nothing <laughs> bad about her commenting. But it was just like... I don't know. She was playing for so many years, and then you have Dozer over there, and it was so funny. It, Dozer was roasting the shit out of Oregon. Oh my like, god! Like completely, yeah. because I guess Oregon and Stanford at that time had a really big rivalry mm. because they were both so good. Yeah, and then yeah, um, Dozer had like notes. Yeah, like had watched the game. Like maybe this was her seventh or eighth time watching the game and had notes on every wow. single point. And she decided to roast. She Oregon. was roasting the shit out of yeah. She was like, "Were you guys playing man? Because we thought it was a zone. Because you guys were not close because to you us. Guys at were all. so. Oh, but she said it in the way of just like, "What were you guys doing?" And I was like, "I don't know." But like, oh yeah, we turned it there. Oh yeah, this had so many turns on this point. Oh yeah, and just kept bringing it up. She was kept being like. Yeah, you guys were like five feet away from us. 
weird. Like, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then we like had a little like like we were like in a timeout. And we had a meeting. Like we just didn't know what you guys were throwing at us. Like Nella was what? like, well, I'm like I don't really know what we were doing. Just playing person. Yeah, playing person. Yeah, that game was funny. Um, wait, why did I even bring that game? Oh yeah, because you've been playing <laughs> for you said eight years. I think so. Yeah, nuts. Quite mm. crazy, darling. Quite crazy. <laughs> so you started playing what seventh grade? I started playing sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I played all of middle school and my first year of high school, and then I quit at the beginning of like my sophomore year. Yeah. And then I picked it back up again freshman year of college. Gotcha. Why yeah. did you quit? <laughs> Just gonna give a giant right. I saw that question. I don't even Just wait for the gap and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. continue. I go, that's so interesting, Ruth. <laughs> Normally people love Frisbee so much that they never quit. I know. Yeah, no, I, I hated Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah. And this is such a unique perspective we have on this podcast. And <laughs> we love it. <laughs> Disclaimer, I do love Frisbee now. Yes. With my whole heart. Yes. But at the time, I was like um, 15, mm-hmm. I think. I guess yeah. 15, 15 and a half. And I just, I just hated it. I didn't always hate it. I had like played in middle school on an open team. So with a bunch of other middle school boys. I was the only girl in it for two years. My seventh grade year, I convinced two of my friends to come join. Okay. And so they played with us and it was super fun. That was definitely probably the most fun year. Yeah. And then I played in high school only because... My brother was still playing. He was a senior mm. when I was a freshman in high school. So then we played on like a club team together in the district. Oh, which is again, cute. That it is was so cute. cute. I mean, the Smiths. Yeah, it was really fun. People thought it was cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. I was here for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like me and my brother did swimming together. Oh my and god! And they were like, "Oh my gosh, you're Grant's little sister. You're yes. so cute." And I go, oh, "I'm not cute." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. like no. Yeah. Um. And so my brother and I played together. We played YCCs together. No. And then he graduated, and kind of in that freshman year, I started, like, not really enjoying mm. my time, like, at these practices, especially in the club ones, which were open. I was the only girl again. What club team did you play? It was this, like, our whole high school district had a team, because there wasn't enough for, like, a single high school team, so okay. it was, like, our whole district. So, like, the neighboring high schools and stuff. Gotcha. gotcha. And in the Bay, right? In the Bay. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And I went to a couple tournaments, and there was only, like, maybe one or two girls um, on other teams and at the whole tournament. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, it was really weird. Um, and I would, like, crazy. always ask to match up against the girl. I'd be like, okay, wait, I'll get the girl. I'll get the yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, like, see if the girl's on the line, and then if she's not on, I'm like, nah, you guys got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, switch, switch, switch. Yeah. I got the girl. And then, <laughs> it was funny, because, um, basically, in middle school, I was, I, like, was a lot taller than all the boys, especially yeah, yes. sixth grade. Eighth grade, they started to catch up. But, like, I was a lot taller, a lot faster, just, like, by nature of growing and, yes. like, genetics and stuff. Yeah. And then high school, people started to catch up. And so I was, like, one of the shorter ones. And so they would just, like, match me up with the shortest boy. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, short boys are super fast. And yes. so, like, yeah. I don't know. I guess it wasn't dangerous oh, to me to match up against them. But I, like, the number of times, like, fell on my butt, like, embarrassing oh yeah yeah, yeah. you have like these 70 pound boys who fucking like it's like they have jets on their back of their little bone they have nothing to carry on literally (laughs) legs are like toothpicks but yet are yes yeah that's how i describe that it's so bizarre it's a weird phenomenon no i remember playing cops and robbers with the neighborhood boys (laughs) and i'm like oh little john baldwin over there 40 pounds no (laughs) That 40 pounds can run quick, <laughs> might I add. 
Cookies Louise. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, like, basically when I was guarding all these guys who I just couldn't keep up with, when I was on defense, I wasn't doing anything. I was just running in circles. Yeah. When I was offense, I couldn't beat my players, so I'd never get thrown to. So it just felt, like, very pointless for me to be there. And yeah. I didn't really have any strong friendships or bonds with any of them because it's kind of a weird age where people are like, Ooh, like, yeah. weird. And I was shy, especially in a lot of high school with, like, new people. Mm-hmm. And so I would just start to, like, dread. And the, it was nice when my brother was there because I had someone and he would, like, help. He would talk to me and he would, like, introduce me to people because he was very social. That was his group. Um, but then once he left and graduated, I went to a couple practices and I was, like, I, like, cried before going and stuff. Like, oh, I hated yeah. it. And my mom was always, like, you know, you should keep playing this sport. Like, this is something you can play forever. You should keep doing it. And yeah. I was just like, I'm never going to play Frisbee ever in my entire life. Sorry, yeah. mom, no. Soccer is my life. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soccer is my life. Have you been playing soccer the whole time that yeah. you were playing Frisbee? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And so I really, I love soccer. I like the game. And I really thought I didn't like Frisbee. Okay. And so I was like, Frisbee sucks. Yeah. yeah. Because I felt so useless. I was like, this is so pointless. Yeah. And so I really like soccer. I was like, is soccer a fall sport or is it also spring? Um, in my high school district, it was a winter sport for high school, and okay. then, like, club season kind of went all around. Yeah. Okay, oh, so yeah. you would play, like, soccer in the beginning, and then frisbee, or would frisbee? you sometimes be playing at the same time? Probably at the same time. Frisbee was, like, yeah. all year round, I think, okay. in middle school. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Eh. <laughs> we she couldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't remember? We don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. And then we saw a really old photo, and we were confused because... Did you play for Happy Cows? Yes, I did. When did you play on Happy Cows? I played in 2013. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah. you must have been what, like... Oh my god. Is that 7th grade? I was... Because that's 8th grade for me, I think. Okay, so I was older than you. Yes. No, it's not 9th. Yeah. Not 9th. Not 9th. <laughs> not nine. <laughs> I, was, I was a freshman in You were a freshman. School. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I was going into my freshman year. Okay. Did Wait, you ever... Oh no, I was going into my sophomore year. Excuse me. I was oh. going to do my sophomore year of high school. So okay. and maybe we were freshmen. Maybe we were freshmen. Sorry. <laughs> no, I shot that down. I was like, we <laughs> were not. <laughs> it was summer, so it's like, you know, yeah. yes. weird times. Weird times. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Did you play any other YCC? No, that was only it. Only Happy yeah. Cows. Yeah. And was there a lot of girls on the Happy Cows team? There actually were. So mm-hmm. um, we, I was playing mixed in like the U19 division. Mm. and I was originally just like went to some of these tryouts with my brother like because he want he was gonna go he's played he played on um the like boys open division yeah. years before yeah and I went because I was like okay maybe I'll play the open like I play the sport like why not and then they there weren't that many girls I think there were like eight girls in total who were showing up to these things mm-hmm. and um the coaches got together and they're like you know, we don't have enough for, like, a girls' team, um, but you guys want to play the U19 mixed division. Um, you can play open if you want, but, like, we're trying to get all the girls into the U19 yeah. so they have enough. Gotcha. And so I was like, okay, sure, like, I'll play with my brother. So there were, like, eight of us who were playing who were oh, girls, yeah. but they were ranging from, like, my age, so I was, like, 15 to 19. And it just oh, feels okay. like really a big difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Very different stages of life. Yeah. For sure. It felt like. Interesting. Did you enjoy that experience? It was, it was a really mixed experience. Oh my god. I love that. It was okay. I mean, at the time, I I mean, I was referred to, and not like in a bad way, it was just like as Remy's little sister, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. your brother's little sister. And like, yeah. I was like more of like, oh, like your Remy's little sister kind of thing. And that just like, 
started to bother me a little yeah. bit because I was like, no, like, I'm different. I'm not the same as him. I want to be myself. And it was nice because some of the girls definitely, like, took me in, was, like, really, were really, really nice to me and included yeah. me. But I would say that I only got to know five-ish of the people on a, like, almost 30 roster team and oh, stuff wow. and mm-hmm. even with the mixed I mean I matched up well against like the girls it was that part was really fun to play yeah. against girls um but I remember there's this one girl on the team and she was amazing she was absolutely phenomenal she went on to play with like junior worlds and oh, stuff wow. like, she was amazing yeah she did. um and so but I remember when we were at YCC's we were all doing, you know, you pair up with the agenda with your matchups. Mm-hmm. And, like, someone, she was so good. She was better than half the boys on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, some team put a guy on her instead. And so she, I remember her saying, I don't know why this bothered me so much. I still haven't figured it out. She was like, oh, finally, some real competition. Oh, yeah. And, like, granted, she was so good. And, <laughs> yes, well, she... you know, that probably was finally some good yeah, competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, I'm your teammate. Yeah. And I was probably, I was matching up against her the whole time. I was like, Am I really not, like, yeah. you really think that low of me? No. And I don't think she meant it that way at all. But no, that, it was just like, yeah. she was just spewing it. Yeah, and so they just didn't feel that appreciated, even from, like, the girls on the team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I didn't know any of the guys, except yeah. for, like, my brother and some of his friends. And I just, I don't know. I I didn't feel like I was being developed at all. They yeah. didn't. I didn't feel like any attention was being thrown on to, like, the women that much on the team like I couldn't throw the disc I never really learned how to throw a flick or throw a backhand more than 10 yards Mm -hmm. because when I started and I was so young I was so much taller than the boys it was I was just I played deep as a cutter that was like my position was deep (laughs) now that I think about that I'm like oh that's kind of a weird position to have (laughs) (laughs) and so I would I'm like good at catching things because all I did for like four years was just catch I could barely even dish like like dump it Yeah. yeah and so I think that like because I never learned how to throw, once you're put into YCCs, you're expected to be able to, like, throw it in drills and stuff. I couldn't throw it more than 10 yards. Yeah. No one, like, stopped be like, hey, do you know how to throw? <laughs> yeah. Like, they were just kind of, like, the disc would turn. I could, I would, you know, nail, throw it into the ground. And I just felt so guilty that I was letting down the whole team because there was no support also. Like, that what we have on blue, like... Especially when you make a mistake, no one's like, oh, no worries. It's just, like, silence. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no, like, investment in you as a player, kind of. It didn't really feel like it. It felt like, oh, cool, you're a girl who's good. Like, come play with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like, here, let's develop you. Like, you don't know how to throw. Let me teach you how to throw. Yeah. Yeah. They were just, like, filling up the roster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then how, like, did you, coming into college, like, want to, like, find... Like, did you want to go into soccer, like club sport, or were you like my sport experience is interesting too? Going because so I was <laughs> oh, really. She was a <laughs> <laughs> I just gave it away. Just thinking about that, <laughs> I was so like, I know, so I know, I know that was your big deal. I just couldn't help myself. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> you go for it. Girl. I was in marching band all of high school, and that was like my main friend group. I loved marching band, so I was yeah. like, you know, marching, marching band, band in college. For life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like found out I got into the marching band. Like, wait, did you like? Did you, you apply? Have, you, you have to apply. You have to audition, or like before you kind of like. Yeah. Obviously, you can apply, but you like right. So <laughs> they have like a summer camp. Oh my what? Yeah, there's band camp. It starts oh two weeks before, like right a week before week zero. We oh move my in. god! We go nine a.m. to nine p.m. Oh my god! Um, That's super insane. long. It's I'm also super super fun. Oh okay. yeah, it's a really good time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I like auditioned after I got into UCLA. Uh-huh. I found out a little bit before, I don't know, like a month before band camp. 
So I was like, great, my new friend group, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. And then I was thinking about doing club soccer because I was like, thought about doing soccer in college, like D3, and I was like, yeah. you know. Mm. And then um, um, the soccer tri- club tryouts were the same weekend as the Stanford football game. So I was in the oh, marching game, so I couldn't go to those tryouts. Oh. Yeah. And so um, then I was walking around like the um, <laughs> welcome fair, like the enormous activities fair. Yes. yes. Walking around with one of my friends who I met in the clarinet band section. Oh, Love that. She's a lovely person. Love Claire. Claire. Claire, Claire please. Oh my gosh, she does. That's so oh, cool. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two and two together. And no, just, just now. Just now. Thank you, Ryder. Yes. <laughs> Claire and clarinet, we love her. Shout out to you, Claire. <laughs> so we were walking around the Norris Activities Fair in like a 20-minute break we had. And she was a sophomore, and she's going up to all these tables and just like grabbing all these flowers, oh, yeah. being so interested. And I was like, she oh knows my what to God, do. Like, yeah. I got to be involved? Yes. yes. Yep, I felt yeah. that. Yeah. I was so scared to go up to some place I didn't think I was qualified for. Yes. Yes. Like, oh. So the first, I see the first table, I'm like, oh, oh, I played this. No. <laughs> I'm going to get there for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the sophomore cares what this freshman tagging along with her does. At yeah. least I go up, and I'm like, yeah, I've played before. Oh and they're like, oh my gosh, he's played before. <laughs> You drop happy cows, you're like, yeah. Like, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my god, but I picked up one of their flyers and I like thought about it and I was like, okay, cool, whatever. But Do I you remember who you saw? I don't was really it just know. heist like Honestly, I think I remember Helix vaguely. Okay. Now gotcha. that I think now that I know who she is and stuff, yeah. I can like put her face to that spot, but I don't mm. know if it actually was her. Got you, okay. But I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Um, but yeah, I kept the flyer for a yeah. few weeks and I didn't go to any practices because I was like, oh, I'm so busy. I have band. I have school. And I'm so scared. And then it was some Friday and it was like week three or week four of fall quarter. And I was texting my mom. I was like, I think I might go to ultimate practice today because I was missing sports. Yeah. You know, you miss exercising. Oh, you miss yeah. that like, competition. Exactly. Is that so interesting that like three weeks in, I feel like usually someone would just be like next year. But you were like still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I had the flyer like on my desk for like, I, had through, I don't know. I like kept it for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. And yeah. then I texted my mom. I was like, mom, I think I'm going to do it. And she's like, yeah, you should like totally go. Because I brought stuff for because I think you know, I might play soccer. So mm, I had the cleats and everything. Mm-hmm. And I roll up and I'm like, scared out of my mind so I'm like okay I'll just leave like if it's terrible I'll just yeah. leave I'll just I leave. always have that in my mentality yeah. I'm like, like it literally if I don't see like meet or even like interact with the person like the first 10 seconds I'm I'm like, busting my I'm an out. adult I can leave yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't my mom's not here she's not forcing me yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm here yeah. yes. <laughs> it's always on the back of my mind like exactly. I just turn around and leave yeah. or walk straight past yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm walking I'm walking I'm walking and now I'm like, <laughs> thinking about it. It takes that's me, like, so two funny. times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so then you, so you, well, you showed up that's on the IM. Yeah. Props. I didn't I know it was week three. Because there's yeah. already, in my mind, what I would be thinking is week three. Like, pre-established friends. Like, everyone kind of knows the groove. And you're like, okay, I'm coming. We're going to do <laughs> oh, this. Oh, I remember why I went. Well, part of it, I remember I emailed. I emailed the blue email. Mm. Thinking, I think probably a week before. Because I was like, sign, I put my email in during yes. the sign-up thing. And okay. I kept getting these emails about it. And yeah. so then I was like, oh, I see all these deadlines. I might still want to do this. I emailed them. I was like, hey, I think I might want to come. Um, is that okay? I can't come this, but I can, I'll try to come like next Friday or something. And mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, like we just want to encourage people to come as soon as they can to learn how to play. 
And then I emailed back. I was like, in my head, I was like, well, I know how to play. Yeah. So you're like, I was like, oh, I've actually like, already played before, so hopefully I won't be too far behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, but, you know, we really encouraged, because she's probably thinking, I think it was Helix, probably thinking, you know, you play, like, pickup or something. Yes, mm-hmm. in a park. Yeah, but in my head, I was like, I'm... You're so... I'm not right. worried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. And then I, like, go, it was a Friday, go to IMs, and, like, literally, I was, like, 10 feet away, or even more, and so, and I probably, like, lost, I think I'm holding the flyer. <laughs> yeah. Like, probably, like, such a dumb oh, freshman. And I think so it was cute. you, Bolt, now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, who was like, hi, are you looking for Frisbee? Oh, oh my god. god. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I am <laughs> I never felt more like welcome just from that person who saw me just kind of looking at them like yeah. this and was like, "Oh, come, come here. Yes. You should come here." And yes. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, yeah. Cha- rock, cha- that practice like changed my changed my life." Ugh, vault. What a little darling. And yeah. then when did you like? It was it after that practice that you like came maybe consistently with like marching band and everything, or was it? Like- <laughs> I'm like the worst rookie of all rookies. Um, no, actually, I did. We've heard the rep. We know your name, Rune, mysterious lady. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. True. That is yeah. So you probably like balled out at this first practice, and then they were like, <laughs> "Come here," <laughs> and then you're like. Got marching band, you know? <laughs> is that, like, what the situation was, or... I don't know really what they thought of me, but yeah. I remember playing and being like, oh, yeah, I know how to play. Like, my throws are a little weird, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I can keep up with this. Like, this yeah. is really fun. This is good. Um, and I, I also had a class conflict for part of the practices because I had a four to six. Mm-hmm. And so I was also really nervous to show up late because back in, like, soccer and stuff, if you, like, showed up late, mm-hmm. like, your team's doing sprints or, like... It's really bad. People hate you. I don't know. It felt very serious if you showed up late. So mm-hmm. I kind of thought it would be better to not show up at all. Gotcha. So I probably showed up to like four fall practices in total. Wow. I didn't go to any tournaments because I couldn't because of marching band. Marching band. I also oh. thought it was weird that random strangers would just travel together. I was like, you've known them for four days. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? That's fair. When I was going to Santa Cruz, I was like shitting my pants. <laughs> I remember I was so nervous. I was like, at least I know some people, but I was like, I'm sleeping on the on a floor with these people. Yeah, and even in Santa Cruz, that like our first tournament, yeah. it was like we were in some oh, guy's crusty yeah. ass floor. Do you remember that? No, wait. The and I'm Edinburgh. Oh, like, oh. oh. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm marching band. <laughs> no. And like fast forward, she's like, no, still a marching band. <laughs> well, the floor was encrusted with oh this grime. Ew. And it was just like, and I, I barely knew Nala yeah. at this point, but I was like. Well, we're sleeping on the floor together. We gotta get comfortable. <laughs> oh my god, was that the floor with like the thirty, like thirty yes. people in one? Yes, oh, I've yeah. seen those pictures. Yes, that's, it was that's crazy. Crazy. But yeah, yes, it was it was fun. That was like the best first tournament. That was like, really awesome. Like, yeah, for could sure. have happened. No, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so you were like four practices, no tournaments. Yeah, and I had talked to so kind Helix with the Blue Captains, and I had talked to them because they sent out the form. Um, about, like, who wants to, like, try out for Blue. And I had talked to my mom a lot about it, too, because I was like, you yeah, know, you miss your mom, of course. Of course. And mm-hmm. so, um, basically, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll totally try out for Blue. Um, that sounds really cool. I think I can keep up. Yeah. Um, and then I talked to them, and I was like, because I think I said something like, I know I haven't been here that much, but, like, I promise you I can commit once marching band's over and my schedule, like, I promise you. And they're like, you know, we just really want you to be here so you can, like, meld with the team and stuff. And, um... Basically, I just, like, promised a lot of commitment, and I showed up to literally, 
I don't I don't know how I don't know who <laughs> on that team wanted me there. Thank God they did. They had two Zoom meetings. But like I think I showed up to like an they had a blue tryout was like one practice and I showed up to the second, like the last forty five minutes of it. Wow. I don't I because I also I do remember clicking really well with Heist like on okay. scrimmages oh, and I yeah. think she was like probably had a lot of like sway. Oh yeah, because she played. Oh yeah, yeah. she yeah. played like like a guy how I played with before uh-huh. who just like send it deep and I was like yes. chill yeah, yeah I'll do that yeah, yeah, get it. yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I I now that I've gone through all the process of choosing and evaluating mm-hmm. and developing relationships with rookies like. That team had a lot of trust that yes. <laughs> whoever believed in me. I don't know. Dude, can you imagine we're at this like meeting and we're discussing a rookie we've seen four times in absolutely no tournaments? Like I don't think they'd be on the board. No, I don't. I don't think I would have made blue in last year. Yeah, yeah. if you were a or, freshman last year. Yeah, no way. <laughs> we would be like, insane. okay, this girl, Malia. <laughs> Is it Malia? Malia. I don't, don't even know. know. We haven't seen her. Yeah, we have can no someone pull up a picture? Does she have a Facebook? <laughs> Yeah, you must have balled out. Yeah, you were. Yeah, they wanted you. <laughs> they wanted you. Oh, I'm so That's glad they did. So yeah. sick. That's Wild. so interesting. Yeah. Who was your rookie class coming um, into blue? Going like, into blue was me, Coda, Twix, and Lux. Okay. So did anyone move up from like Midas? No. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really. It was supposed. Nikon was supposed to be. Oh. Too, but she had to drop blue like early on. Okay. So it ended up just being a four of us. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Wow! 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 Well, one of the primary reasons I also wanted you here is because plethora of experience. All three of us here had an amazing experience, in my opinion. Smooth mixed regionals. Yes. It was so much fun. We've heard a lot about mix, like, conflict, like conflicting things. But then, like, going and playing with the small boys, it was just so, so, so much fun. So you've had now, I mean, SMU isn't, like, a huge, long experience. We had how many practices? Maybe, Maybe five or six. Yeah, yeah. Something, something like mm-hmm. that. And then just one tournament. And then yeah. just one tournament. But still, like, a, a mixed experience, for mm-hmm. sure. And then playing other mixed teams. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. But... I saw this article, UltiWorld came out with this, basically they quantified the 2019 club season, put it into numbers, and they basically, how they measured it is they had, um, they took percentages of women who had possession of the disc, and not just like the possession had to be counted as not like an accidental like picking up the garbage sort of thing Mm. like intent had to also be behind the throw so if like a guy like like fumbled it and then a girl came out of nowhere and got it like that wouldn't count as a complete possession so they took uh, numbers for that and then they also took numbers for the percentage passing of men to men, men to woman, woman to woman, woman to men. Okay. So they quantified all wow. this data basically for like all the club teams who went to club nationals and then a few of the other teams that didn't quite make it but are still like very good elite teams. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to like rattle this off to you. <laughs> it's super <laughs> interesting. Let's hear it. It's like I was reading it to writer. And it was just, like, it wasn't surprising, Mm. but it kind of was in a weird way. So, basically, um, the percent of touches by men, the average is 68%, while for women is 31%. 
in one of the highest uh, teams that had just like played was like Snake Country. I've never even heard of them. <laughs> but <laughs> they pass. They have a passing percentage to men of seventy four percent. Wow, the highest uh, team that passed women was Moondog from oh. Montana. And we is, all love Moondog. You guys have talked about we, Yes. We have talked about Moondog. Moondog's my favorite mixed team. I don't know why. <laughs> they have really cool jerseys. That's why. Yeah, that's what it was. And I feel like they, I mean, seeing like that their stats are like, I mean, much better than all the rest. Or, yeah. you know, they have more touches with females than males. Yeah. Or no, like, more than others. You know, we already said this. It's stats. like almost even. Yeah. It, yeah, it's almost even. There we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got there. Um, like, you you could just tell their team, like, meshed. And I, like, watched them at Club Nationals. Yes. And you could just tell by the way that they played that they, like, you know, every, everyone valued each other. It was weird. It's like you, I got it because I couldn't go to Club Nationals. It's like I got that through the social media somehow. And social media is such, like, a one-sided thing, I feel like. And then their jersey designs were so sick. But Moondark's a great team. They're in Montana. Yeah, so Montana like, too. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah. Um, but so that's gender touch breakdown. Uh-huh. So just amount of touches again, the full possession. So oh no, it wasn't Snake Country. Wild card at a whopping seventy six percent of touches by men, only twenty three percent. My heart goes out to those. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no. I'm like, sorry, ladies. Yeah. Damn, I don't even know oh. where Wild Card is. Where they are. <laughs> where they are. Where, where are they wild? <laughs> I have no idea. They are wild. Um, but that's absolutely insane. So basically, for the gender touch breakdown, um, it's kind of like a nice positive outlook because compared to... I mean, there isn't a lot of data because mm-hmm. I feel like only recently have games really consistently have started being filmed and filmed well in, like, an official tracker. So it's hard to say. I don't want to say, like, a definite statement, but it is getting better compared to the data that we do have. These percentages are evening out a little bit. But then um, we go down to the gender connections in Mixed, which is also very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, I feel like a big thing that we talked about in SMU Mix, or Mix, or SMU little team, um... That I think probably you brought up and you were like, hey, guys, like, we want to, like, be super communicative mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, want us to, like, you know, really, uh, like, if there's a problem, if you see me being biased of who I throw to, like, if I just throw to all girls, like, let me know. I want to, like, throw to the first open pass, non-biased. And, like, if you, like, a guy throws, like, I see you just throwing the guys, I'm going to tell you. And that's super important for a mixed team. Yeah. And then, so, like, I always think, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to probably just go throw to a girl more than a guy. Or maybe I'll throw to a guy because, like, maybe I'm, in my head, there's a bias that he'll get open more. And so, like, reading through these um, stats were, like, was more, like, fulfilling. I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is, like, like it shows you, like, women who, like... You can read the stats. Yeah. <laughs> this is super interesting because I was in my head. I'm like, there's totally a bias for sure. A hundred percent. So uh, the total average for men to men were 43%. Men to women, 26%. Women to men, 21%. And then women to women, 8%. 
crazy. Which is so low. So then if women are throwing to men 20% of the time and then to women 8% of the time, what are they doing the other 60%? It's the men. Men are throwing. Oh, of all the yeah, throws. Yes. Oh, 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 I see. I understand. Yes, then men Of all the throws, yeah. Gotcha. And then I would okay. say one of the biggest disparities that we can see is uh, snake country again. Snake <laughs> country. Men to men, they throw 53% of the time. So if a throw is being thrown, it is most likely in the hands of a man going to another man mm-hmm. half of the time. More than half. And then they throw to women 22%. And then... Uh, Women to men, 18. Women to women, 5%. Wow. Crazy. Very interesting. That is really interesting. <laughs> but Moondog again, coming in hot. Love Moondog. Really? Yes. yes. What? Oh my god, this is crazy. So actually, on Moondog, they throw, men throw more to women than they do men. Wow. So they, men to women percentages is 30%. Men but it, to men yeah. is 29 Women to men is 24, and women to women is 15%. Very, wow. very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with just 8.36% passing, connecting to women, mm-hmm. which is really, really crazy. And um, then you brought up a really interesting point of, like, a lot of these teams, like, when they filmed them and, like, saw, like, their handler movement, it was more likely that, like, on a if a wall was thrown or a cup was thrown, that the men are usually back. Oh, yes. yes. So, like, that that's going to wrap up so many touches. Yes. Because you're just back there, back and forth, back like, and back and forth, yeah. back and forth, swinging it, and it's normally all guys back. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. Which was, like, super interesting to, like, see or yeah. find out. I'm go- I completely forgot about that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the reason why these men are, like, racking up all these touches and throws is because they threw out, like, a like a crazy percentage. Maybe I can find it later. But, like, very, very rarely are they going to have a woman back, which is just so interesting to think about because mm-hmm. if you – it's, like, if they're not going deep, then you think – and women have amazing throws, you would think they would put in some sort of handler position – but very rarely do they ever have that, and men are usually back. Um, and that's why, yeah, exactly why they're mm-hmm. racking up all these things. Um, like, I would just think, because when you watch men play, they're normally like, okay, I like I have it, I have the disc, okay, I see an under. If that under's not open, I'm just going to hook it. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, that's yeah. how they play. They yeah. won't, like, rarely look at their dump. Like, I would love to see the stats on, like, how much yeah. does a man <laughs> look at their dump if, like, the under's not open, okay, maybe another under, and then boom, it's uh-huh. all seven, then I'm going to throw it. So, like, especially when a cup is thrown, you want to have those back and forth. You want to have great chemistry with your dump. Mm, yeah, that yeah, yeah. you, like, and I think women do that well because of how they play the game mm-hmm. they play a game very much swinging looking at your dumps having those quick little movements same with men you can see like quick little movements too yes, yes. Uh, which i always admire those like really fast and yeah, you see san place. diego does a great job of that oh, yeah uh, beautiful. beautiful but yeah i feel like you like how they how women play would you you would want that in a cup rather than just throwing it that deep i'm really so, surprised by that too yeah yeah i know I found the thing, it was like, out of these 30 teams studied, Seattle Bird Fruit had only had a game where their touches were outnumbered of women to men. So that was the only team that had 
certain touches in games that were outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Um, because Bird Fruit was the only team to feature a mostly women backfield. And that's like the main mm-hmm. cherry on top yeah. of why all these are so skewed. Um, but it's really interesting. Like, how do you think, like, looking at this data? I mean, it's not that surprising. And also, we should really be cognizant that this data is, like, based some teams had more games that were filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's more data to analyze. So that definitely skews everything. But how do you think, like, looking at your first experience playing mix, where it made you, like, even quit the sport compared to SMU, what do you think were, like, the factors that made things so different? That's a good question. It's <laughs> <laughs> a loaded question. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I I really think that it was like the chemistry behind the team and like mm. the bonds and friendships that we've had. Um, I mean, I didn't like know so many of those people that were on that mixed team that like I I mean, maybe then I could have yelled for their yelled their name to like get their attention if I was open, but like probably not. I may not even have known their name. But with that SMU team, I mean, that was almost, like, years in the making, I feel like. Yeah. Starting off from, like, sophomore year. <laughs> like, Glad started a, a Snapchat group for SMU <laughs> of my sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He left it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, just, like, the unification of those teams and programs that were, like, had a lot of differences and kind of, like, riffs before that, like, bringing them together took, like, my sophomore year. And then junior year, we started doing, like, more pickup and scrimmages together um, during, like, final season and stuff yeah, and like true. that's when I started noticing like I think Smog was supporting us like soft or my freshman year I didn't really notice as much I was really focused on like you know performing marching man yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah you knew what you were focused yeah, on yes. yeah yes um and so I feel like that like team bond from like the program the program bond really mm-hmm. um and just like trusting each other and having a lot of like experienced players and teams and like the men's team knowing that like these blue players are incredible like athletes Mm -hmm. like blue is a strong program that like we go to nationals we're super competitive Mm -hmm. and us also having that respect for the men that like they are an amazing like group of players who work hard and respect us like knowing that there's that foundation of trust so Mm -hmm. that like when I go on the field and if say like I don't know, someone looks me off, some guy looks me off, like, chef looks me off, I'm not going to think that he hates me as a person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be like, am I worthless? I I will know that, like, you know, I can go up and talk and be like, hey, why did you look me off? Like, and he'll be like, oh, I didn't see you. And I'll be like, hey, you need to look for me. He'll be like, no, your girl is right there. Or someone's poaching. We'll be able to have a conversation that, like, is going to be really helpful mm. and understanding not just like thinking that like, well, this person doesn't know me. You don't know who I am. Why are you looking me off? Why don't you respect me? Oh, is it because I'm a woman? Wow. Like, yeah, it really, it spirals. And so I really think that that like connection and that program bond has really helped me smooth, like really successful as a, mm. as a team and really lovely. It's crazy because I think just like a few years ago, I don't think that could have even happened. Like, smog has such a different culture that it does now. Like, just hearing stories, like, I don't even know if these are true or not, but... (laughs) The folklore. The folklore (laughs) of smog, of just hearing things that the men, that they would say about blue, and, like, just in general, not even, like, focused on blue, just, like, not liking women being successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah! Like, these, (laughs) these smog boys who are, like... 
I don't know. I think it was like when uh, when Phoenix was like freshman, just very new to the program, and him like hearing these men like these blue going to nationals, smog not making it because smog wasn't as good as the program as it is now, a hundred percent, and them being like weirdly jealous and weirded out about women doing better than they did. And just like seeing how much that's differed and smog and how much they respect us and support us, it's like, yeah, you're so right. I, it couldn't have even happened like a few years ago. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, that whole thing about, you know, you're like, you're, you're a school program, you know, like we're really unified, yeah. but like we definitely weren't. And when you have a team that's like supposed to be your friend, supposed to be also enjoying this sport and respecting you, you're like, wow, like, oh yeah, this is the year, like, and I, I, you know, this is the year our team's better than your team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, I, we, I don't want you to be bad. I want you to be good. Yeah. Like, we don't compete against <laughs> yeah. each other. We're yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just seems very ridiculous. And then it's just like, then it's like, well, wow, you don't respect me as like a player. And that's a big like identity, like part of how I identify myself is as like a com- competitor. And yeah. if you don't respect me is that like, that really just diminishes how you respect me as a person. Mm-hmm. And then it's hard to, like, build off of that if you already feel, like, the disrespect and, like, lack 100%. of A hundred percent. I think it's even funny. I think we even critique them in a way where we we feel like we're, like, why did they cut that person? Why did they let them go? Small could be so good. We're, like, <laughs> saying, like, these things, like, yeah. well, we, we have no idea no. what goes on in their practices, <laughs> but they're, like, we're, like, want Smog to do so well. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure if the season had gone on, they would have done, like, amazing. Oh, yeah. They were, like, I, chugging yeah. along. I know. This year, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I'm, you know, devastated by us not being able to finish this yes. season. Because, you know, we were, we were peaking at the right time. But, like, <laughs> I mean, I, then I started thinking about Smog. I was like, they, like, this is the year they were going to Nationals. Yes. For the first time as yeah. a program. Like, yeah. Oh, this my is God. Like, a historic year for them. I that know. got cut short out of, like, I mean, they've overcome so much as a program. Yes. So, like, come to uh, I'm like oh the matter <laughs> and they just like thinking about this you know you have a lot of time to think in quarantine yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. this is where we did just it like, oh my gosh the amount of respect I have for those people smog if you're listening my like respect for you guys is like oh, incredible yeah. they work hard absolutely and yeah. you know I I think that they've changed a lot as a program I feel like last year I was like put me in charge of smog yeah <laughs> I don't think that would have worked yeah. I don't think respect to you guys for working yes. hard on and off the field 100 mm-hmm. yeah did you feel when we were uh like have those practices with smog uh for our mixed regionals uh that you like saw yourself like have a throwing bias or mm-hmm. were you like just like okay whatever's the first open or did you even think like oh there's Nala going deep. Oh, Nala's going deep. I know she's going to catch it. <laughs> Versus, like, okay, Phoenix is going deep. I, I don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> He's open, but I don't know him. He's a boy. <laughs> is he going to get it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, did you see any of that, like, happen in your mind while you were throwing or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, I think, if anything, I probably, like, bias like lean towards throwing to women because mm-hmm. um, it was so important to me to make sure that women felt included in mm. that like uh, that whole experience that yeah. I think I was probably looking more towards like my original teammates and yes. stuff because you know the amount of trust that you do have is there mm-hmm. and like just want to make sure like you know like you need to get the desk because you're like and like that's a weird you know going back over <laughs> hate me saying this that like you need to feel valued so here's the desk you know yeah. that's not how a teammate should be valued but yeah 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 you know, it's just, like, it's a very tangible way to feel that. Yes. So I think I definitely 
lean towards throwing to women mm-hmm. more yeah. so than men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And especially, do you think you do that partially because you are in a leadership role and you feel like you're like, these are my teammates, I'm their captain, like this is fun, smooth is fun, but I want to make sure my teammates are like feeling valued right now. Do you think you would have felt similarly though as just like another teammate or do you feel like you kind of had this responsibility as a captain to make sure everyone was feeling equal? I think I definitely felt like a responsibility partially for it, like making sure that like my teammates had a good time and yeah. had a good experience because it meant so much to me that like, cause I had like having a bad experience, like took that sport away from me. And so I didn't want that to happen to anyone, especially like from our friends. I felt like a really big responsibility and I probably put a lot of this on myself to make sure that it was a good time for like, for you guys. And yeah. like, it sounds really silly. Like, <laughs> you know, like those, everyone out there wanted everyone to have a good time, but mm-hmm. I was really nervous that it wasn't going to go well and that like someone was going to like get hurt or someone was going to mm-hmm. feel really like, be like, well, I, why don't they throw to me? Like I'm doing everything right. And you know, it only happens a few times, but then sort of the guys also like, I was open that time. Yeah. Yeah. But I did feel responsible as like, mm-hmm. you're like blue captain and like smooth captain. I wanted to make sure people like, yeah. You know, oh, you guys love each other. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Have a good time out there, okay? Yeah. Have a good time. Just a good time for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What do you think? And sorry, I'm asking question. Do you have any? It's like whatever. <laughs> and they just keep popping in yeah, my head. Yeah, and I keep going, keep get going. Everything. But do you think? And this might be a better question for the end. But I'm just gonna ask anyway. Do you think it's hard to say? Like of a I wish and looking back at your experiences and everything but maybe there's a girl who's in like the same exact position that you are in right now do you think there's if there was anything that you could do differently do you think you felt like you could have handled the mixed situation better or do you think it was just purely environmental or like what suggestions would you have for this girl who's in a similar situation where they're in eighth grade ninth grade and they're playing mixed and they're like what the holy moly like I don't feel valued Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do this and I feel like all everyone's self-esteem is like kind of building in those years and it's it's hard to just sit here now and just say oh I wish I was louder and I could just like talk but it's yeah. just so and have, hard. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's hard to just, like, say that. You can't. Like, yeah. You just can't. Mm-hmm. But so what are, like, maybe more tangible things that you that you look back and you're like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think I would recommend – I wish that I had, like, talked to my fellow, like, female uh, teammates about, like, what I was feeling. And, mm-hmm. like, wow, I feel like I go on a point and don't even get thrown to. Or, yeah. like, something like that. And, like, talking to them about it and seeing, like – They'd probably be like, oh, my God, like, me too. Like, what the heck is this? <laughs> yes. um, and just, like, being able to bond to someone over that. Um, and, like, that way you have, like, a friend or you know someone's, like, in a similar position to you. And just – and then even, like, going up to, like, the coaches, which is really hard to do. Yeah. But, like, talking to them about it because they probably don't even realize that something like that is happening or that you feel undervalued because they may see you as, like – Someone who's like, oh, no, like, when you go out there, you catch the disc, and then that's what we want you to do. You catch it in the end zone. Good yeah. job. Um, but, like, to tell them, because I think they are out there to help you develop. They don't want you to be having a bad time out there. So I think, you know, talking to your coach, helping, maybe having even your parent go up with you, talk with your mm, coach. Yeah. And just, like, also, you know, putting yourself out there a little bit. I think I was really scared to, like, 
have my personality out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I felt so weird. Everyone was so weird at that <laughs> age. Everyone's weird. No so one's normal. No one's normal. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, like, wish I had, like, tried a little bit harder to, like, talk to my, like, teammates, those girl teammates, to, like, know that we were, like, more together and, like, talk to the boys more. Like, it's very scary sometimes, oh, yeah. you know. Terrifying. Yeah. But, like, just talking to your teammates, your coaches, and about, like, how you're feeling and... Feeling it, talking about your feelings is really important. I've learned a lot in college <laughs> with yeah. the teams, but yeah. cheers yeah. to that. Yeah. Cheers to mm-hmm. that for sure. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, very interesting indeed. I'm trying to imagine like myself in your situation because <laughs> I was just telling writer that we were talking about our lifeguarding days mm-hmm. and I and was swimming and days. Swimming days <laughs> thrown it back and I remember I was a rising sophomore and there was these a group of teenage boys who would come to the pool and you weren't allowed to do like a back dive or a backflip off the diving board and I remember sitting for some reason the diving board was like their life and blood they were like <laughs> we don't even care about the pool we're here to die man. like they were into the diving board right those boys that are just like constantly getting out of the pool, going out the diving board, getting out the diving board, <laughs> board, and I'm like, oh my god. Anyway, they would do back dives and back flips, and I was like sitting in my chair, and I'm like, I'm gonna pretend I didn't see that. I'm just gonna look to the three year olds and back, and I just didn't want to blow my whistle and just very calmly be like, yo. Not allowed to do that. Looking back, it seems so <laughs> simple. But in that moment, I was like, I would rather go save a drowning three-year-old than tell this 17-year-old boy that he can't do a back dive, which is just <laughs> so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And to be in, like, eighth or ninth grade and have those these boys and everything, it's it's kind of scary, for and, sure. Yeah, yeah, boys are intimidating at that age and now and yes. everything when you play. Because the, you're just, like, they're biologically bigger than yeah. you. Like they're, oh, my gosh. They're going to yeah. take yeah. you out, and especially playing mixed, uh, like, when a boy comes in Ds, like, mm. your disc in the sky, and yes. you're like, okay, that's, like, a big thing. I think we talked about this, like, right before we mm-hmm. had mixed regionals yes. or right after on the podcast. Um, it was, like, episode, like, three or four. Like, uh, <laughs> but, like, listen. there's, like, a lot of stuff and, like, safety that comes with that because they're just, like, bigger and faster and they could just deck you. Like, and, like, that's intimidating. It's not even have to be, like, a boy versus a girl. I like, know. that age versus now. It's just, like, they're bigger than you. That's just, like, it's – that's just – Science, man. They're like, yeah. shouldn't be. That's science. But they're like, shouldn't even be a pass called like a hospital pass. Yeah. Like, exactly. why does that, that yeah. shouldn't exist? And then, even in like my brain, when I think, okay, if I have the disc, and I don't even know if it goes through my head, but I imagine it does, that like, okay, I have a disc, I could like throw it deep to a boy, and he's like well marked, but in my mind, I'm like, no, he's faster than him probably and like he'll lay out more than if I like dump it over here to a girl like I feel like that just goes on my head like in my head like inherently it's just like I think that like the guy's just gonna get it more it's like inherent in my brain it's like yeah like I have like that bias in my head that like oh yeah a guy's more likely going to lay out than Mm -hmm. a girl but like what the what the what the heck yeah why is that like in my brain I'm like just biologically I'm like no, he's bigger and faster and stronger. I'm like, no. Like, we are tough ladies out here. Yeah. But in my head, <laughs> the society. 
And yeah. that's, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah but we are that. running out of time, so any last questions? Uh, I don't want to be, gosh. like, the time manager. No, of course <laughs> stinky. not. I did bring, or, like, I have a picture <gasps> on my phone of when oh the God. years I played in, um... In middle school. <gasps> I know they can't. Like, oh my gosh, but that's but okay. Could we post Wait, could, yeah, can we post one yeah, or two uh, or yes. five? Or five. <laughs> I only yeah, found this one, that. and I, it took me a really long time to yes. find it. It was on my old, well, it's like this old Instagram post. It's really hard to see. It's just posted <gasps> at my middle school. Wow. I believe the top year is my sixth oh my grade. Oh look at you. I'm sorry, they can't wow. see. They- <laughs> But this is gonna be great. Yeah. Look at those b-ball shorts. I mean, she got no. yeah. On. It's just like the you can see the boys grow. Like, yeah. As, the, as it's mainly years. the same group. Like, and I just need this awkward space. Of, oh of my fire. god! And you're always on the side. Yeah. It's too weird yeah. to be in the middle. Of course. But yeah. anyway, just talking about the size. Is yeah, like, the size yes, difference it becomes an issue. It really does. Bit. I mean, okay, so we're just talking about mix, but Rune here has also had plenty of experience playing club. Just women's playing four years of college ultimate on a very elite great program known as Bruin Ladies Ultimate. <laughs> In your opinion, playing men's versus not men's. <laughs> yeah, when you play men, <laughs> playing mixed and women, like what do you think are the differences that you do see? Because there is that, like there is the argument. I've seen so many fights on Twitter due to this biological argument of, mm-hmm. like, men are faster, men are... It's not being, like, this isn't sexism, just biologically men are faster and stronger, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then you have... It's just so hard because then you have, like, these top-tier players, just like Han Chen, and you're like, how can you say that she is any less than yeah. any other guy? Mm-hmm. Because she's just so amazing. But, like, in your opinion, what are the differences? What do you have to say to that biological argument? Like, what do you think... Do you think it's just, like, the style of play? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's more of the style of play, honestly. And I think about this a lot in terms of, like, men's ultimate, women's ultimate versus, like, men's soccer, women's soccer. Okay. Um, And I think, like, men's soccer, like, is very – it's, like, it's flashy. You know, you Mm. have a lot of these, like, long shots, 1v1s, and you try to, like, juke out your player to score the goal. Um, and women's soccer is a lot more strategic. You know, you, like, cross the ball. You do switches. You drop it back. There's a lot more, like, anticipation up to, like, getting the ball into, like, like the, the goal. Yes. <laughs> the range of the goal. Exactly. That and, does. like, I feel like that there's a lot more. To me, I've always noticed there's more, like, strategy behind women's mm-hmm. soccer. And I like to think, or I think, I don't like to think, I do think that there's more strategy in women's ultimate of, like, how you need to get the disc up field and mm-hmm. how you need to, like, work as a team and as a unit to, like, get that disc there. Um, from what I've seen from, like, men's ultimate, and I think this goes into a uh, mixed ultimate a lot as well because it's how, like, men kind of just tend to play because mm. that's how they play. Yeah. It's, like, sending it deep to yep. a man <laughs> 70 yards deep yep. and, yeah. like, laying out or having a really exciting sky. And it's mm-hmm. so fun to watch. Yes. I'll admit that. Yeah. I lo- It's really exciting. And it's so cool to watch. And it's cool that they can do those things. Women can also do those things, yes, yeah. but it's just like, you know, maybe it is slightly biological, like weaker knees, more mm-hmm. tendency to tear ACLs, that it's like, it has to do with your hips and how they're placed. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fucked. And so I think that like the women's <laughs> ultimate is just like, you have to be more of a unit and like, you can't. An absolute unit. (laughs) And I think that men's ultimate, you can potentially rely on, like, a few more star players to, like, get you there. And I think that because of mix with these different styles of play, like, men will just shoot it off Mm. 70 yards deep and they'll be like, 
well, you weren't beating your person by 15 yards, so I didn't think you could get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I didn't want to throw it 40 yards to you, but I threw it 70 yards deep to this man I know yes, who can sky. literally, you like, know? marked down. Like, yeah. They were, like, here to me and Nala, like, almost <laughs> yeah, Like, then they will still throw it. Yeah. yeah. They'll still throw it yeah. to that yeah. guy. And so I think that, like, if mixed... Like, <laughs> for mix to be good and to be safe for people, you need to change the style of play. Like, mm-hmm. women can't just rely on, like, a team unit. I mean, if men aren't willing to do that, then, yeah. like, you have to, like, be willing to, like, shoot it deep, take more shots. And I think that, like, Han Chang was also really good. That was weird to say Han Chang. I think she was also a really good, like, mixed player, and, like, because she had those really far hucks and throws. And, like, yeah. But she, on Blue, at least in my experience, like, she also relied on her team, so she's able to adjust her game, and I think that's really important to, like, not just be willing to play the same ultimate. Like, it's a different game. Yes. At, at, at its essence, you have to understand there's different players involved, so you have to play differently. Yeah. No, and I, I, yeah. yeah, no, I definitely think that, like, one of the best, like, why our mixed regional team was, like, so successful was because, like, the guys were so willing to, like, in, like it sounds weird, but, like, in to, like, change their game for, yes. like, us. Or, yes. like, we also were willing to change our game for them, too. Like, it was both sides that we were both open-minded. Oh, how do you, like, like getting that chemistry down? Like, how, where where should I be? Like, let's do some of your drills. And we taught them how to, like, do the host stack and everything. So, like, we were doing, oh, my gosh, their, like, gauntlet thing that, like, was the going on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the oh my God. That, the first time that I did that, I was, I was like, I loved it. But I was like, I can't <laughs> cannot keep up with them like I it's like it's true like I could not keep up but I was like I want to work harder so I can you exactly. know and they really pushed me like that was the first time I laid out and that was insane oh my mind <laughs> I mean yeah. 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 I laid out in practice because I was like I need to yeah. be like, like let's go like I, I'm like they're yeah. pushing me yeah like this is like you know it like it's just Ah, they were pushing me, but I was like, I can also get pushed by my, like, women teammates like this. It was just, like, I, like, it's just, maybe I wanted to prove myself, too, that I was like, I'm not biologically different than you. Like, I can keep up with you. And I think it was, like, a mindset switch that I was like, I am not weaker. (laughs) I can bid. So I, like, beat during practice. And I feel like that influenced a lot of how you played the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. I mean, before, like, you had your hamstring injury. You balled out every single yeah, practice. Yeah. That Santa Barbara invite. Oh my god! I was like, oh, who yeah. is this lady? Who's the set? Who like? It was insane, and I feel like that has like changed, like helped improve you for the better for mm-hmm. sure. Like popped off right there. Thanks. Oh, oh my god! But yeah. Any other points you wanna? say before you go back into quarantine <laughs> <laughs> i miss you guys so much <laughs> Hi. this has been so much fun i'm so glad you liked it i loved picking your brain that was amazing <laughs> that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun because i've been like writer we're we're on the same twitter i see your tweets i see your, i see you, you see like, mine yeah i, know, yeah. I, I see what you like i know yes you do <laughs> i do it shows up and you see, there's there's so much, especially on being ulti, you yes, also see yes. a lot of different sides of an argument. I've been, like, struggling with how do you justify, like, different things of, like, the biological argument and just people going off. And it's just, like, very hot takes are very interesting. So yeah. that was very cool to see your perspective of it. Yeah. I feel like as a sport, there's no, like, we all play the same sport as its, like, essence. You know, yes. we all play frisbee. There's no need to, like, 
say you're the same thing about the program you know there's no reason for one men's team to say oh we're gonna be better than you like we're better than you because we're biologically better like, yeah what, what's the point in that like why would you push someone else down just to like feel better about yourself mm-hmm. you know just like respect each other's differences and respect that you have to compromise when you play to you know, i don't know mm-hmm. don't understand the sport how these words aren't coming out right <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it but out that happens probably won't <laughs> we could but like yeah we'll, we'll yeah. go back we'll yeah. listen we'll over listen you sound yeah. great yeah <laughs> okay but thank you so much for being here thank you so much for having me do you want to say it with us I can't do it <laughs> I can't we'll just be like ready for it thanks for coming room and stay hockey